Welcome to Eczema Breakthroughs, brought to you by Global Parents for Eczema Research, or Cheaper. This show features conversations between parents of children with eczema and the world's leading scientists and researchers who study eczema. Global Parents for Eczema Research is an international network of parents that advocates for better treatments and management options for children with eczema. Jeeper is led and comprised of parents of children with eczema and was formed in 2015 to address the critical need for research that answers questions of importance to patients and families. Learn more about Jeeper and subscribe to the Eczema Breakthrough Podcast at parentsforeczemaresearch.org. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Eczema Breakthroughs Podcast. In this episode, we will explore some of the challenges and experiences that come up for parents and caregivers who are caring for children with moderate to severe eczema. This is a condition that takes an enormous toll on caregivers who take on the daunting challenge of controlling eczema in their children at all hours of the day and night, often without a break. Our healthcare system really isn't set up to address the needs of parents of children with serious medical issues. And as a result, parents are on their own, stressed, isolated, and without support. Today, we're going to talk about our Support for Eczema Caregivers program, which was launched in 2020 to provide mentoring and support to parents and caregivers struggling with the challenges of managing eczema in their children. My co-host today is Carrie Kelly, who manages this program at Global Parents for Eczema Research, and she'll be leading a conversation with two of our parent mentors from last year's program. If you are the parent of a child with moderate to severe eczema, you may hear some comments and experiences that really resonate with you on today's show. Carrie, first, can you tell us a little bit more about the program and how it works before we get into the conversation? Last year, Global Parents for Eczema Research piloted a program for peer mentoring within the eczema community, and it's called the Support for Eczema Caregivers Initiative. And what this program is about is finding parent mentors who have experience in caregiving someone with eczema. And what we do is we match that parent mentor with another parent who is more fresh on the journey and could use the support Um, of having someone who understands what it's like to deal with the issues that come with eczema. And it could be like food allergies or getting your school on board with measures that help your child or co-parenting, anything like that. Maybe your child is struggling with asthma. All these things that come along with eczema, that's what these parents are experienced with. And they're there to help their, their peers along. With us today, we have two mentors who were with us last year and they're here to talk about the program and how it works and their experiences as mentors. So we have Ashley Ellis from Mississippi and Christine Katarin from Virginia. And Ashley, I'd like to start with you and ask you, why do you think a program like this is needed in our eczema community? I think it's so needed. I can I can speak for myself when I first started along the journey. My daughter Hadley is 10. She was diagnosed when she was four months old. And so it kept getting more and more severe. And really at one of the points when it was, it was really bad, she was two. And I had another, I had a newborn at that time. I didn't know another person who had a child with such severe eczema. 
and I'm a pharmacist also. So, you know, I'm going to, through all my therapeutics books. I'm asking colleagues. I'm Googling. I'm looking on Facebook. I'm trying to see if, is there something else besides what my doctors are telling me? And it was just so hard, so hard to get through it. And as she aged, like I would take her from a doctor's appointment and drop her off at school. And I would be sitting in my minivan at, <laughs> at like 930. And I was like, I'm so tired. I could go to sleep right now. And with the doctor that we're with now, I told him at one point, I said, I know there's other parents that, that have other things that are a lot worse, but I, like, I feel like I have a special needs child. And he said, you do. And I was like, oh, you know, and that kind of just like stopped me in my tracks. And then I really got a chance to connect with other parents at Expo through um, Global Parent Eczema Research, which is my online community. I felt like I didn't have anybody in my, my life that understood it. There were, there were people that sympathized, but there weren't people that were in the day-to-day. So this program to me is probably my favorite volunteer thing that I've ever gotten to do because I think that when, as a caregiver, when you're going through something, to have another person say, I see you, I see what you're going through is so powerful. So I think that's why it's needed. Thank you for that. Christine, do you want to share with us maybe why you know that this is a gap that needs to be met? Sure. So for me, as a first-time mom, I was in a new location. I had just moved from Oklahoma to Texas at the time. And far from family, not having that support and not having known anybody else, just like Ashley said, with severe AD. My oldest is six now, but he was diagnosed at two months old and he was covered from head to toe. And when you get a diagnosis like that, you're kind of like, okay, this is nothing that I've ever experienced before. I don't know who to turn to. So for me, it was like the lack of support and the lack of being able to relate to someone else and get guidance other than obviously from all of our medical team. And and we had great support from our pediatrician, but even then he had never seen anyone who didn't respond to the things that he had in his back pocket. For us, whatever we did, no matter what we did, it just didn't, it just didn't work. The guilt was heavy. Like for me, I felt so much guilt and I held that in a lot. And it was hard for me even to talk to my husband. I couldn't explain to him what I was going through. So he and I had a strain in our marriage as well too. And so with this mentor program, I felt like it was very necessary for parents who are going through the the rough of it because someone else might be going through the same issues that I went through and feeling alone. I think that that was the biggest part was just feeling so alone and isolated. I, I definitely feel like this mentor program, I participated in it because I feel like if I could one less person feel as isolated as I did or not hit rock bottom? I'm serving my purpose here. Gary, if I could just jump in real quick, because I really appreciate what, what Christine said. And I feel like she's picking up on something that Ashley said as well. And it kind of makes you wonder, like, with a condition this common, why are parents feeling so isolated and alone? They should know a ton of people with eczema. 10% of kids have it right now. I think it's really important to draw that distinction between mild eczema and moderate to severe. Because it's it's part of the reason why you feel so isolated is because people around you talk about what they know, which is mild eczema, and it's nothing like what you're experiencing as somebody who's caring for a child with moderate to severe. 
you know, mild eczema usually doesn't turn your life upside down. You're not losing sleep every night. Your child isn't desperately uncomfortable. And so what a lot of caregivers who may be interested in a mentoring program are experiencing is moderate to severe. And just finally, the mentor program, I think, is unique in that you, you won't have that experience here. Like These are all going to be parents who know what moderate to severe eczema is like. Yes. And one thing that I heard Christine say is that her pediatrician hadn't hit this wall before with other patients. And I think that leads to our desperation as moms and dads. When your doctor doesn't know what else to do, when they've given you all they know to give you and you're still spiraling out of control, that's a really hopeless feeling. And even just in social situations, you have other parents saying things like, well, all babies have eczema or, you know, like you, all babies need a little extra lotion or have sensitive skin. And I'm like, no, let me show you, let me show you a picture on my phone real quick. It's not all babies have eczema. It's not like that, but that's just an attempt to really dismiss that problem that I'm living with. That's not going to go away that my child is living with. That's not going to go away because it makes that other person feel comfortable. And I think that certainty and that comfort of others is something that that we all have to wrestle with and that mental health component. Because if you think about eczema, you think about itch and rash, but what it has led to is with Hadley is a feeling of loss of control. So she's had to have um, blood draws and shots and the lotions burned and, you know, all these kind of things that she did not get to choose or rashes is like, I did what I was supposed to do, but then this happened. So she's learning those lessons really early, which has resulted in she has increased empathy for other people. That's great that she has all these tools too that she's gained because of her eczema. So Christine, can you tell me about some of the issues that come up? What do parents want to talk about when they are in this mentoring program? So I think the mentees that I spoke with, I think the common issue that came up was where do I go from here? I hear the desperation and I feel that desperation in their voice. I just wanted to reach through the phone and hug them, trying to just help them navigate through what they've tried and what works and what doesn't work. Just kind of giving them resources on that. And I I always tried to be very encouraging and just said, you know, you got to advocate for your own child. You got to do what's best for you and your family. If there's a mean to find a new advocate, you know, someone to be in your corner to advocate for your own family, then do it. Like if you can do it. And if you feel in any type of way, if it's not right, then find someone else. I was very much like, okay, I hired these doctors. You know what I mean? Like I forget that. I forget I'm the one that sought them out for their care. I totally agree with that. And, you know, I try to use that in my, on on the career side as well, because the doctor or the nurse practitioner their expertise may be in maybe the diagnosis side or maybe the medication side, maybe that's it. But the mom or the dad or, you know, the grandmother, your expertise is in this child or in the symptoms, or, you know, if you're the patient, it's in your own body. And those two things need to come together to have optimal care. So when you're having these providers, they're on your team as the patient, that's the person that needs to be the center of care, or we're never going to get to where we need to go. So if you're not 
you know, as a patient or as a parent, if you're not feeling kind of that alignment, it may not be the best provider for you. And that's okay. I mean, not every, everybody's not matched up to where you need to be, but I really feel like you can feel beat down and like in, in this program with the caregivers, sometimes they just need to know somebody's on their side. They just need like a, a cheerleader to be with them, to believe in them. Like, you know, when you have that feeling like I, I cannot get through one more day of this, we, we all get th- there. Like you're gonna have to take them. I need to shut the door, take a hot bath, that kind of thing. We all had that feeling. Um, and just to be like, you can text me. Like you can say whatever you want to say, because I've had that thought. I've had that feeling. We have all been at our limit. And to take care of yourself, remember that. I think that's to have that person in your phone that you can text or you can message or whatever is is just so powerful to me. Yeah. yeah. I think that even in our like in our marriage, you're so exhausted from picking each other up that it's nice to have a third party that's not in the the mess of the household to to step in and say, you are doing a good job. Anyway. I, I agree with that. I mean, it was for me when I was going through the darkest of days, it was like, I needed, I, I felt like my, my light had just been blown out most days. And sometimes just having that person outside of the household, like you said, Carrie, it would have been very beneficial, I think for me, because <laughs> then it would have probably lit a light under me a little bit to just get me on to the next day. That was uh, my experience in the past program was a uh, mom kind of had some guilt about her son playing video games. She felt like he needed to be outdoors and he needed to be socializing more. And this was during um, the year of COVID 2020. And she was feeling a little stressed about that. She said they'd go out for night, um, night walks. Like once the sun kind of went down, they could get out when the weather was cooler, just get some fresh air, go to a playground. But I was like, try not to stress over. I mean, it's a good goal to like, to moderate yourselves, but when you're in survival mode and that's his coping mechanism, I feel like there's some grace there. And maybe some mom just needs to hear that. Like, Hey, take it easy on yourself. If he's not scratching, then there are worse things in this world. (laughs) And, and that's what happened. I felt like I could be her cheerleader in that instance where she felt like, um, she was a single mom. She didn't have a lot of support to lean on in her city. I just wanted to to chime in here briefly and say one thing that was sort of interesting about the program last year was that we had people in the program from all over the world. I mean, from Asia, uh, from Europe, from all over North America. And it was really astonishing how common the experience was everywhere. I mean, caregivers under extreme stress, difficulty finding answers for their kids, feelings of isolation, and like other people don't understand the situation. It's the same everywhere. And so I think the caregiver program is nice because it's open to any parent or caregiver anywhere in the world. And the type of support you're going to get is consistent across all of our mentors in every country. And the needs are the same, you know, that, that need for someone who understands, who can provide listening support, who can help you with decision-making, who can share their experience to help you understand maybe more about the options. And we do even have mentors that are able to provide support in Spanish. I just want to add that because I want people to know that 
on this call, we're all based in the US, but this is an international program that's free of charge and available to anyone, anywhere. I think we even had participants in the Philippines and Australia on top of the places you listed. You're talking to stressed moms and dads, caregivers out there. What is the message you want to send to them? Like, what would you want them to know about this program or about you? Um, So for me, I think it's been an outlet for me, as well as hopefully an outlet for my mentees. Having a safe space to talk to someone is a very beneficial thing uh, when you're going through a lot of stress and a lot of turmoil in your life, and especially with dealing with eczema, which does not discriminate regardless of where you are, what race you are, what ethnicity. And so I I feel like this, this program has been both beneficial for me and hopefully for my mentee. Yeah. And I definitely echo what Christine says, and on the mental health side, that, you know, the emotions, the feelings about it are so normal. It's not, it's not something wrong with you. It is a natural response. That's the way your body was built to respond to what it's perceiving as a threat, but that we can work through that and it doesn't have to control us. And um, it, that mental health side has really become a passion for me and in a lot of different areas. And I have just had so much fun working on this. I know fun's kind of a weird word, but just connecting. I, I just feel like I can just be. And like, these are my people working on the, on these projects and working with the support network and just being able to just be and not have to explain it. Like, it's really, really bad. And it's like, you don't understand that kind of thing. It's just so valuable to just be able to just sit and like, you know, to just be yourself. So I really, I support a hundred percent. I wish I had this 10 years ago. Yeah. We're Um, nodding here like in agreement because you said it so well, Ashley. And I I think the mentees that participated in the program across the board were so thrilled with it. Like five out of five stars with almost (laughs) without exception. And definitely for these two ladies on the call today, their mentees were thrilled. Thank you, you guys so much for doing it. Thank you. And finally, to our listeners today, if you're interested in finding out more about this program, please go to our webpage at www.parentsforeczemaresearch.com slash caregiver. You've been listening to the Eczema Breakthrough Podcast. To learn more and join Global Parents for Eczema Research or to subscribe to this podcast, please visit us at parentsforeczemaresearch.org. And if you enjoy our podcast, consider supporting it with a tax-deductible donation through our website. We depend on listeners like you to keep producing high-quality, science-based episodes. Thank you, and we'll see you next time on the Eczema Breakthrough Podcast.